Let us pray. God, as your word is spoken here this morning, I pray that you would hide me behind the cross, that it would be your words and not mine, God, that are heard today, that this sacred time and this sacred space would be a place that we could encounter you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our scripture today comes from the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 11 through 22. So then, remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth, called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you were at that time without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace, and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near, for through him both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In him the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. This is the word of God for the people of God. I love preaching Summer of Rock. It's one of my favorite things that we do, even though it is much easier to do Summer of Rock here at Grace than it is uh, where we only have a piano at Springfield. We make do. Miss Bonnie over there does an amazing job. Uh, it's so much fun to be here with y'all at Grace with a whole worship band uh, to do especially today's music because uh, it's one of my favorite songs because it comes from the 80s girl power era. I was made in the 80s. Uh, Susanna and I, when I can't get her to calm down in the car seat in the car, I have to turn it to 80s girl power, and we enjoy singing this together. You know, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, we like Pat Benatar and Cindy Lauper and the B-52s and the Bangles. Um, and today's artist, of course, uh, Belinda Carlisle, we are doing Heaven is a Place on Earth. This is from her second solo album in 1987. Um, it is a great catchy tune, but it also contains this great universal truth that I think a lot of people can relate to. So this album went platinum. It went double platinum in the UK. It went platinum in the US. It was at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 list. Um, for those of you who still don't know what song I'm talking about when I say heaven is a place on earth, it's that one that goes, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Yes. It's as they say in heaven, love comes first. We'll make heaven a place on earth. 
because ooh baby heaven is a place on earth i love this song and we talk a lot about heaven here right we talk about building the kingdom of god here on earth we pray in the lord's prayer of what sister brandy just did uh, that god's will would be done on earth as it is in heaven but what do we really mean when we talk about that right theologians we talk a lot about the now and the not yet right we talk about that heaven that is someday and some place that we will get to go to you know some glad morning when this life is over when i'll fly away i have to mention that song today too because pastor trey isn't here to poke fun at it um but yes that one glad morning i'll fly away right or when we all get to heaven what a day of rejoicing that will be right that day of reconciliation that we will have uh, when there is a new heaven and a new earth, when Christ comes in final victory, hallelujah, yes, there is that heaven someday. But there is also the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross to bring the kingdom of God to earth now, right? When Christ Jesus died on the cross, the roles of worth, of status, of being the in-club or the out-club, being us or them, being Jews or Gentiles, was done, right? The wall was brought down. The hostility was through with. Sin's power to divide humanity no longer had a stronghold. So that in heaven, love comes first, and that's how we get heaven as a place on earth, right? Verse 22 the Lord in whom you also are built together spiritually into the dwelling place of God. We, the body of Christ, are the vessels in which the Holy Spirit gets to live and be in the world so that heaven can be a place on earth. I love the song, Build Your Kingdom Here by Rend Collective. Are y'all familiar? We've sung it here before. Um, it's a beautiful prayer. All of the lyrics are a prayer to God, asking God to come to earth, to change the very atmosphere so that God can build that kingdom here on earth. So when we pray, God, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, when we mean it, we get to be co-creators with God, right? We get to actively bring about that heaven on earth. We get to be the agents of change for more love in this world. We get to help bring about a world that looks a little bit more like heaven, more like the kingdom of God. We get to enjoy heaven now, knowing that yes, there is the heaven someday that we will get to enjoy, but that heaven begins now here, right? We get to spread the message of the gospel of peace of Jesus Christ now. And the writer in the letter to the church in Ephesus knew that there was this new world coming about after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. There were all of these uh, Jews and Gentiles coming together with their common belief in the resurrection of Jesus Christ and learning how to live together, right? Before, they were insiders and outsiders. They were circumcised and uncircumcised. There was hostility from time immemorial between these people, right? But now... Everybody was part of the same body of believers in Christ. A new community was being formed based not on whether or not you followed the Torah, whether or not you had been circumcised, whether or not you were part of God's chosen people before. Everybody 
was given this astounding grace of God. Everybody was pulled into the fold. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ made certain that everyone could be drawn near to the heart of God. God redeems all of creation on the cross. And we, as Christians, are sent as ambassadors out into the world to spread that good news. We are tasked with sharing the gospel with the rest of creation, with sharing that love of God. You know, when Jesus came into the world, he proclaimed peace, not just to the Jews, but he reached across the dividing lines that humans make, right? We like to draw imaginary lines on maps to say this is us and that is them, right? But Jesus reached across religious dividers. He reached across political dividers. He reached across those social, socioeconomic dividers. He reached out to women, to lepers, to Gentiles, um, to tax collectors, to sinners, to Samaritans, right? And Jesus welcomed all of them into the fold, welcomed all of them to himself, which is in fact God, right? So he crossed over such boundaries, which is dangerous. It's part of why Jesus was crucified, right? In his flesh, verse 14, in his flesh and by the crucifixion of his flesh, he embraced both insiders and outsiders and made peace between them. Peace that surpasses understanding. Christ did this because of his great love for us. Christ did this because, as the song says, in heaven, love comes first, right? Above all else, love comes first. This love that transcends understanding, that breaks down dividers and barrier walls. We love love stories where love conquers all, right? Whether it's, you know, the Montagues versus the Capulets or whether it's, you know, the Sharks versus the Jets, right? Which is the same story, but with better music and dancing, um, right? West Side Story. Um, whether it's the Jews and the Gentiles, whether it is um, progressives and conservatives, whether it is Republicans and Democrats, whether it is whatever imaginary dividing line we like to create as humans, Christ transcends them so that there are no more boundaries, right? There is not Grace Church and Springfield Church and St. Paul Church and Wesley Church and the Baptist Church and the Methodist Church and the Catholic Church. There is one church, capital C, right? And we forget that sometimes. We like to think of us versus them. And there's danger in reading these verses and thinking of ourselves as the us and thinking, oh, won't it be great when they over there can come and be part of us over here? But that's not what the writer of Ephesians is talking about here. The verb in verse 22 is present tense. It says, you are being built into something new, right? You are being built into this new humanity. The one and the two are coming together to be not one and two, not one or two, but something completely new, right? You are getting a new thing here, an ongoing construction project of the Holy Spirit right? You are becoming a new community, believers in the cross. Everyone, thanks to God, is being changed. That's our story to remember and to share. That is our story to live out as we seek to reconcile all of the world back to Christ, right? So we have to be able to recognize and repent of our imaginary dividing lines, of the places where we have drawn lines in the sand that God has come along and blurred, right? 
that is a burden that we were never meant to carry, making dividing lines. We have to recognize them so we can repent of them. We can look in our past and see the places where we have divided and failed, right? Even within our own Methodist church, we have had the Methodist Episcopal Church and the Methodist Episcopal Church South, right? Before we came back together. It's very easy for us to have an us versus them mentality. We are stubborn. We are set in our ways. That is one of the reasons we're now a United Methodist, because we came together, right? Um, there's a lot of history of the Methodist Church, if you're interested in it. I can come to one of our confirmation classes. They have to learn all about it. But I would say, beware ye the us versus them, right? Because it isn't us versus them. It is just we. So... So where can we begin to break down those dividing lines, right? And see the world more as God sees it. Where can we start to build God's kingdom here on earth? So verse 19, so then you are no longer strangers, right? There are no more strangers. There are no more aliens. We are all citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, right? So to do that, we have to stay moldable clay, in the hands of our master potter. We did a series not long ago about God being the potter and we are the clay. So we have to stay malleable. We have to stay moldable. We have to stay soft clay, right? We can't be stiff. We can't be hard. We can't be stubborn, right? My dad used to tell me that if I looked up obstinate in the dictionary that you would find my picture. I understand that we like to be stubborn, right? <laughs> stubborn is a thing that we know how to do, but we have to be flexible. We have to be willing to reach across those dividing lines, right? So that God can form us into this new humanity that God is creating. And as we do this through love, as we put love first, like Belinda Carlisle's song says, so that we can make heaven a place on earth. One of the things that the chorus of this song says is we'll make heaven a place on earth. Not just heaven is a place on earth, but we will make heaven a place on earth. And we do that through love. There's this glimpse of heaven that I am often reminded of from uh, my previous church down in Galveston where I worked. We used to do a sunrise service on Easter. Um, I actually have a picture of it. I'm not sure if our slides are working. Um, but it is a beautiful sunrise service that is very, very early in the morning. It only happens on Easter. Uh, but I love it because we come early to set up the sound system, get the stage ready, etc. And we have to uh, wake up the person who slept on the beach last night because they didn't have a house to go to, right? So we have our houseless friends there um, that join us for worship. We have our sweet, wonderful, traditional folks that are used to having a full pipe organ on Sunday mornings dressed to the nines because it is Sunday morning and they have their Easter bonnets on. We have uh, the surfers that just happened to get up early to catch the waves that morning. You have the joggers that are just running the seawall and wanted to stop and see what's going on and join in worship. Um, you have my youth at the time, which didn't know that there was such a thing as a sunrise because they're never awake for that at 6 a.m. Um, but they come to that service and help serve communion with their bedhead going on. Um, but that service is such a beautiful picture of what um, I think heaven should look like, right? Is all of these people from all of these different backgrounds worshiping God together, 
despite wherever they would normally worship on Sunday mornings, despite what socioeconomic circles they stay in, despite what their political beliefs are, everybody comes to the beach to worship God as the sun rises on Easter morning and to celebrate God's resurrection. And it's beautiful. And I want the earth to look more like that, right? I want heaven on earth like that more often. And we do that through love. We do that by reaching across those dividing lines, by reaching through those barriers that we create and loving others to Christ. So let's do that this morning. So as the band comes up to sing Heaven is a Place on Earth, I invite you to not just sing the chorus, but to mean it as a prayer and as a going forth song so that when you sing things like we'll make heaven a place on earth, that we are actually telling God, yes, God, we are going to go and make heaven a place on earth because in heaven, love comes first. Let us pray. God, we pray that you would be with us now, that as we go forward into this week, that you would show us places to love more places to reach across barriers and dividing lines that we create. Show us where we need to soften our hearts toward others. Show us where we need to invite others into the fold as we seek to be a part of your reconciling ministry here on earth. As we seek to build your kingdom here on earth, help us to make heaven a place on earth by loving your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us stand and sing our closing song. I made it.
Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Go with God. <laughs> 